there, wildling. Welcome to the Tea and Tombstones podcast. Here, we discuss topics in relation to the wild spirit, and we are rewriting the themes of wellness to include the spectrum of hallowed ground we claim within ourselves and the haunted ground we conquer with reverence and honor. My name is Ashley, the creator and wolf child of Tea and Tombstones. With tarot cards in my hands and a howl in my throat, I welcome you here. Hello there, my dear spirit. It is time for our last and final podcast episode of 2022. That feels so weird to be saying. I can't believe we are already almost at the end of this year and moving into a new year. And while this episode is not going to be quote unquote an emotional episode, I wanted and I was thinking about what I wanted to end the podcast on for this year. What episode did I want to be the final one for 2022. What I came up with is this, and this is based on a goal that I had for this year that didn't get completed. What I wanted to do this year, one of the many things that I wanted to do this year was to create the Wild Reclamation Coaching Program. This is something that I have been working on on and off on top of all of the other things that I'm doing here on this platform, on this channel. That is one of the things that I really wanted to do. I really want to, in 2023, take time to really go through all of my services and get rid of any that no longer feel in alignment, really uh, edit and audit the ones that do feel right, but maybe just need a little bit of reworking, and to also expand my services into things like tarot packages, tarot and coaching packages, and also the Wild Reclamation Coaching Program. In this program, I have three core values or three core tenets for Wild Reclamation. Before I get to those tenets, let's just talk a little bit about what Wild Reclamation is or what Wild Reclaiming is. This is not a new term. I am not the first one to talk about rewilding wild spirits or wild reclaiming. That's just maybe one of my terms that I use, but basically we're all kind of talking about the same thing. So the way that I define and work with this concept, this theme, this energy of wild reclamation is this. This is my own definition. You can take this, you can run with it, how with it. Obviously, please give credit where credit is due, but this is definitely yours to take and use in your own life, in your own way, if that feels right. But my definition of wild reclamation is this. To remove external or place factors that do not align, embody, or embrace the internal truth of self. To reclaim and hold that which connects us more deeply to our own truths. To include science and magic, matter and spirit, earth and cosmos, dark and light. To honor the ways in which we are singular and interconnected to each other, the world, and the divine. I mentioned this even though we're not going to be taking the course of this podcast episode and having this conversation to talk about wild reclamation. I mention that and talk about that because one, I think it helps just to ground our conversation with each other by having this understanding of the definition, what those terms mean. I also mention this because while I have never given a full definition of wild reclamation from the Tea and Tombstones platform, from my own creation, 
It has been extracted into literally every single episode that I have created here on this platform. It's in every single episode and in every single conversation that you and I have had together, dear listener, because it is that important. It is so steeped into the foundation, into the roots of the tree of tea and tombstones and the tree of me that it just naturally appears. I also mention this because, as I said, this is something I want to expand on more, talk about more, and create more creations based on this definition, on this theme, on this concept. And the three core tenets, or the three core values, that build out this concept are this. Sovereignty, an evolving spirit, and being perfectly imperfect. We have talked about what it means to be sovereign and wild, and I will have that podcast episode linked, or at least the episode number, so that you can go and listen to that. But now I want to switch and talk about what it means to being perfectly imperfect. My main goal in having this be the last episode of 2022 is just to act as a reminder. Again, the reason why I wanted to even start this conversation here on the pod in the first place was because I was reflecting on some of the things that I really wanted to do this year that I didn't get to, I didn't complete. I want this episode just to serve as a reminder and to give some tips of being perfectly imperfect and how we are all perfectly imperfect so that each of us, while we reflect on all that we did this year and all that we didn't do this year, we can move into the new year epically and honestly. So that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. Grab your tea or whatever you are sipping on. I am still sipping on some coffee and I should probably go and switch to tea now. I think I've had my caffeine limit. But yeah, dear listener, grab whatever you are sipping on and sit and have a conversation with me of what it means to be perfectly imperfect, to get some reminders and some tips so we can move into the new year epically and honestly. So one of the first tips, and I've mentioned this multiple times, but I think it bears repeating here, is that it's not a destination, it's a journey. So when we're going into this new year, when we're trying to create an epic year, a year where we are more aligned into our truth, where we are wildly reclaiming, where we're doing all of these things, setting new goals, making those new year resolutions, taking stock of the year that we just had, the year of 2022, it can be very easy for us to get in a mindset of it's either have or have not, did, did not, accomplish, failed. I know from experience this is something that I do as well, that we look at the contrast and we look at the stark comparison between the things that we accomplished, the things that we didn't, the goals that we want, and trying to lay out the steps that we need to take to accomplish those goals. I personally just think that it's so important that we come back to the fact that this is a journey, not a destination. If you don't get all of your New Year's resolutions checked off by the end of 2023, that does not say anything about you other than it didn't get accomplished. No, that's a hard mindset to kind of take on at times. I was feeling that way myself when I was looking at how I didn't get the wild reclamation coaching program out and that is such a big goal of mine. I started to really get into this narrative with myself where I was like, well, what was I doing all this time? Why did I put time into here? Why was I investing so much time into really long podcast episodes that take up a lot of time? I started trying to explain why this goal that I had didn't get accomplished so that I could justify and try to fix that for this coming up year. 
while I do think that there is such merit in taking time to reflect and aligning ourselves back into a space of potential, of new growth, of possibility, and of clarity of the things that we want and need going forward, and hopefully that clarity includes how to accomplish it, the steps that we need to do, strengths that we need to lean on, things that we need to stop doing, maybe we're getting in our own way. Yes, it is so important to take time to reflect on that and to be honest with yourself. I am not someone who shies away from harsh truths. All that I'm saying here is just like in a tarot reading. In those readings, we bring up a lot of invitations. We discuss them. We take time to sit within that space and with the symbols, with the narrative, with the cards, and we use that to see where there are strengths, where there are potentials, where we are within this layout, and then also taking time to be really honest and maybe sit in some spaces that feel uncomfortable, that uncover those sore spots, those achy spots. We are looking at them with an honest lens. So just like a tarot reading, as we move into this new year and we want this year to be epic and beautiful and gorgeous, I think it is so important to have a clear layout of the steps to take to accomplish this goal, of the things that you really want to do this year, of the things that you have to do this year. It is equally important to remind yourself that these are not different destinations. This is all a journey and you are embarking on the journey of all of these things each and every day. And that can feel very overwhelming. Sometimes we lay all of these things out as different destinations to say, well, these are the steps for this, these are the steps for that. Having a roadmap can be very, very helpful, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't take time and invest that in ourselves so that we can be as set up for success as possible. But what I'm saying is this, and I'm going to explain it through a metaphor. So let's say you're on a road trip, and you have some friends with you, and you're going on this road trip, and you guys have this roadmap of how to get from where you are to where you need to go. It would be like if whoever wasn't driving because someone needs to be literally like driving the car the bus whatever everyone else was just staring down into the seat of the car and not taking time to look or see the journey that you're going on as you get from point a to point b if you're so focused on getting to the destination that you don't take time to be in the experience and see how in that experience you can maybe adjust align experience something that you didn't even know was possible when you laid out this roadmap like a little roadside cafe a roadside shop or even just seeing the landscape unfold as you're going through it as you're driving to this destination just seeing the landscape coming over you maybe having a karaoke party i don't know the point here is that if we're so focused on getting from point a to point b accomplishing this goal getting down this road moving on this path there's so much that we can really miss that would actually maybe really help us. That would help us understand the experience and the weight of this journey in a way that we can maybe create change. We can fully step into this path if it's leaning into our strengths. I know that for me, some of the things that I missed on my journey of goals that I wanted to accomplish but didn't and goals that I wanted to accomplish and did is I didn't see the weight that it carried and how special it was to me. So with things like publishing the poetry book, that is one of my greatest accomplishments and I'm so, so proud of it. I kept working on that and I kept going even when I felt doubt because 
I knew that I had to complete that. I knew that I had to accomplish this because I had worked so hard already, but there were so many days where I felt such fear and such doubt in the creative process of that. And like the coaching program, there were days where I sat down to try to work on that and I felt distracted. I felt that, again, that fear and that doubt. And writing the poetry book was easier for me because I went to school for poetry, I write poetry a lot, so that was a little bit more up my alley of things that I can do and it's just part of my creative process. The coaching program was a little different because I've never done something like this before, so that added even more weight and more fear and more doubt that I was like, I can't create this, I don't know what I'm doing, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. And what I didn't see was that beneath all of that fear and all of that doubt was this love that I have for everything that I've created and I want the coaching program and everything that I make to come from a place of love. I want it to be special because I am not going to put something out there that I don't love. I'm not going to do that. And I missed at how special that creative part of the process was in this creation and I let fear take over. And I don't share this to gain any sort of pity or anything. I simply share this because I was too focused on these things being a destination. I wasn't aligning some of these things back into where it really sat within me, which was within a place of love, within a place of pride, within a place of connection to everything that I create for myself and my personal life and for my business. I wasn't connecting to that part. I was just focused on the fear. And that's why going into 2023, one of my biggest goals is simply to be more in alignment with the weight beneath the fear itself or beneath the doubt. I wouldn't feel fear if it wasn't special to me and I wouldn't be so proud of something like the poetry book if it wasn't special to me. So I am definitely working on creating a space of connecting to that place and even when I feel fear, when I feel doubt, when I feel like I'm not good enough, creating it anyway and just seeing what happens. Being imperfectly perfect is it's just that. It is recognizing that the journeys that we take are not fully streamlined. They're not linear because we are not linear. There are times where we start and we stop. There are times where we are in the darkness and other times where we are fully in the light. The journey is combining all of that together and going as far as we can. Yes, these journeys and especially the ones that call us up the most are going to present challenges. They're going to place obstacles in the path that we need to overcome. And while these journeys are going to ask us to rise up and out and into some very uncomfortable places so that we can grow, so that we can become stronger, it is so important to come back to that beautiful part of the self as well and be reminded that it has no value or no say in what we are worth. I think of the scene from Moana. If you haven't seen Moana, go and see it immediately. It's amazing. But I think of the scene from Moana where she is kind of at the lowest point in her journey where taking the heart back to Tefiti is so hard and her grandmother comes to her, the spirit of her grandmother comes to her and Moana is saying she can't do it and her grandma doesn't say you can do it, doesn't try to push her to keep going. The grandmother accepts her and says when you are ready, you can come home. And I apply that scene here that no matter what you're trying to do, granted we're not trying to take the heart of the ocean back to Tafini, but no matter what you are trying to do coming up for this new year, no matter what 
um, fails or successes, dark and light you have been in from the past year, just be reminded that the journey is beautiful, it's brutal at times, and you can always come home to yourself, to a physical home maybe, but you can always come home to something no matter what. The next tip that I want to share as we move into a new year and align ourselves epically and honestly, authentically into each day is to be reminded that you are both divine and human. That is where the perfectly imperfect part really comes in, is that you are divine and human. You are messy and beautiful. I am messy and beautiful. Just like it's not a destination, it's not meant to be perfect. Perfect is a myth, and even if it wasn't, perfect is boring. The meaty, juicy parts come in the spaces where it is messy, where there are challenges. It comes in the spaces where it's beautiful, where it's so fully in the light and it's so fully shrouded in darkness. Those are where the meaty, juicy moments come in. I am just giving that as a reminder here because it can be easy to forget that we are both divine and human in certain situations. It's easy to set the task, create the roadmap, have the vision, But it's also equally as easy to forget in certain moments, either in the most beautiful or in the most brutal, that you are divine and human together. That is easy to forget at times. So I say this here as a reminder, one, because if you look to many of the pantheons of different gods and goddesses, I mean, just look to the Greek and Roman gods and goddesses, those beings were anything but infallible. Those beings did some weird and crazy shit, and yet they still had the strength that only a god or a goddess could have. So I give that as a reminder here to be reminded that you are divine and you are human together. Neither one is better than the other. Sometimes they are in a tug of war. Sometimes they are walking, holding hands into the sunset, and it's all beautiful. So I just give that as a reminder to maybe help deepen the perspective and to also forge the connection of... Uh, the connection to yourself and the interconnection to everything around you. I think that is where the divinity and the humanity come in. Sometimes it's in the dark and it's hard. There's obstacles. It's unknown. There is that fear and that doubt. And many times it's in the light. It's beautiful. It's glorious. It is just so amazing. And I find that for me, when I'm reminded that I am divine and that I am human together, I not only have a sense of connection between myself and everything around me, but I'm also more willing to hold a deeper capacity in my perspective for understanding. I'm more willing to hold a sense of compassion for forgiveness, for love, and for play, for joy, and for reflection, and for honesty together. So having the spectrum of that space open up and be part of the threshold that we walk through into a new year, I think can be very profound in how we kind of get started with some of those things that we are already doing and that we want to start doing as we go into the new year. That leads me into the last tip that I have for being perfectly imperfect and moving into a new year. And that tip is this. The most important thing that you can do is to be authentic to yourself and to also find the capability within your own sovereign spirit that is still in interconnection to everything around you, energies, invitations, people, places, things, spirits, ancestors, all of these things. It is also important to find the capability within yourself to rise to the situations that are calling you in and up, to release the things that are just no longer serving you and not worth your time or your investment, and to constantly use that capability 
to grow, to deepen, and to connect more into that authentic part of yourself. I wanted this to be the tip that I end on because I think that this is just so, so important. And this is part of what I teach in being perfectly imperfect. As we mentioned, it's not a destination and it's not about being perfect. It is about showing up with your authentic self. And sometimes that can feel really hard, especially when we take the time to do that internal work. And that's where the capability comes in. When we take the time and find that capability within us to lean into constantly discovering our authentic self and giving that to ourselves out into the world, into relationships and situations, that is what it means to be perfectly imperfect. It doesn't mean that it's always gonna be easy, And I want to make it very clear here in what I'm saying because finding your authentic self is not like a one and done. Again, it's a constantly moving journey because we are constantly growing and changing and evolving. We are constantly discovering new ways we are sovereign and we are using that sovereignty to connect into the interconnective spaces where we can as we can. So the capability and the authenticity go together because we need the capability to lean into our gifts, give that to ourselves, give that out to the world, but we also need the authenticity to lean into that capability because there are ways that you will lean into your authenticity, into your gifts, your strengths, confront your weaknesses, find your honesty, move through the journey of the day, the moment, the year in ways that I would not do because it's not authentic to me. So I wanted to end the podcast episode by connecting and talking about the final tip, which is just being authentic and finding that capability within yourself to grow and to move and to constantly be in a space of curiosity with yourself. So that is the last tip I have. Show up with your authentic self. Show up with as much of it as you can find in that day. Some days you're not going to have all of it. Some days you're going to have a lot of it. Show up with your authentic self as you have it and have the capability to lean into curiosities and into commitments to constantly confront the places where you are imperfect, confront the places where you are divine and human, and be in a space of curiosity and be in a space of being capable to take time to find what feels authentic to you with the situation, with a certain thing, with a certain energy, whatever it is. So those are the tips that I have for being perfectly imperfect beings moving into a new year. So just to recap, the first tip was it is not a destination, it is a journey. The year is a journey, you are a journey. Together, many things will come through and forward that were on your roadmap, many things will not. Both of these have teachings and gifts that make the journey worthwhile, and they also have teachings and gifts and invitations for you to use to take and get more into a space of what you want, what you need, into a space of self-empowerment, and into your wild reclamation. The second tip is just to be reminded that you are divine and human together. So there's going to be messiness, there's going to be beauty, there's going to be things that are uh, challenging, there are going to be things that are crazy, but in all of that, in being both divine and human together, that is where the journey uh, takes on a layer that allows you to connect in your sovereign spirit into the interconnective spaces of everything around you that deepen the perspective, provide meaning, and that allow you to come back home to yourself when you need and to also allow you to grow and rise as you need towards the things that you want, towards your purpose, your why, or anything in between on the mundane to the magical. And finally, the third tip was to show up with your authentic self as you have it. Again, some days you're going to have a lot of it. And in those moments, take time to be proud of yourself. Take time to honor that. And in the moments where you don't have as much, don't beat yourself down because it is hard. 
living is hard existing is hard getting to what you want and what you need any goals or intentions you have just moving through a year is hard but bringing your authentic self where you can as you can is so important to being a perfectly imperfect being because authenticity is where the root of that is you and also to have the capability to rise to situations, to confront honestly what's really happening, to adjust when needed, to release anything that's not uh, serving you, helping you, that's hindering you, and to have the capability of curiosity to find that authenticity in yourself because again, it's not a one and done. It is a journey. It is something that is ever evolving, ever growing, like a snake shedding its skin. It's a cycle. It's an ever repeating process of growing and destroying something in order to grow and then destroy again. So finding your authentic self is a journey and the capability of constantly discovering what feels authentic and what is authentic within the self is its own journey. It's its own shedding. So those are the tips for being a perfectly imperfect being moving into the new year. I would like to thank my patrons, Lisa Zimmerman, Bobby McDermott, Deb Guy, and Nicole Smith. Thank you all so much for your continued support in Teen Tombstones. It means the absolute world to me. And to you, my dear listener, thank you for letting me into your day. Thank you for listening to this. And I just hope and send so many blessings to come your way as we move into a new year. I hope so many doors and thresholds open for both the magical and the mundane in your life. So until the new year, take care. Bye. Thank you for listening and for letting me into your day. If you liked this podcast and you enjoy the content of Tea and Tombstones, please like the show, rate it on iTunes, continue to listen to past and future episodes, and share with someone who would enjoy these fierce discussions. These are the best ways to show your support and it is greatly appreciated. If you would like to work with me in services of tarot guidance and spiritual allyship, please click the link in the show notes to be directed to my store and services page. Consider becoming a patron so you get an extra card every month, resources for the affirmation, and physical products that coincide with that third monthly card. Finally, come find me and say hi on Instagram. Keep howling, my wild one.